Hey fellow writers, Cherry here. If you're interested in snagging yourself a copy of Scrivener, the ultimate novel writing software for Windows and Mac OS, we can hook you up with a 20% discount. Details at the end of the show. Sit back, sip that eggnog, or whatever it is you're drinking, and join me, Jerry, in welcoming my fellow writer, podcast partner, and longtime friend, Melanie. Hello, all you sexy little elves out there. Oh, so sexy. So very Um, sexy, you know. So, so very sexy. I just, um, uh, on my other podcast, I had to watch a movie that was my old friend Dan's favorite old schlocky B horror movie uh-huh. called Tourist Trap with Chuck Connors. Oh, that's the one about the uh, wax mannequins? And yeah. The- yeah, I know that one. Yeah, and so I uh, like his his favorite saying from that is, you're so pretty, too bad you have to die. And then there's <laughs> another line. And I'd forgotten all these. I, well, I remember him saying them all the time. Yeah. But it'd been 30 years since I saw the movie. And then there's another part where he, he's like, um, God, what is it? Um, your, you won't suffocate. Your heart will burst from fright. And I'm just like, that's still going through my head right now. <laughs> And it was, I don't know, it's, it's, uh, it's fun to remember, but painful to actually watch. For yeah, me. no, I, I completely understand about that. Some movies like much media, um, actually works better in memory than yeah. in real life. I, I noticed that with uh, forbidden planet, one of my favorite old movies, just mm-hmm. rewatched it. And I'm like, uh, it uh, it didn't age well over the last 10 years. Yeah. I'll put it that way. Yeah. Up until that point, it did. And then suddenly our whole common psyche shifted over a bit. And now I'm like, oh, this isn't landing in some parts now. I mean, especially there's this one part where um, Leslie Nielsen's character um, – basically slut shames the the lead female character Mm -hmm. and i'm like i don't like that now yeah it's not cool well that's the problem if you watch uh, a lot of john hughes movies these days like the breakfast club or or 16 candles oh my god it's like you okay you do realize that farmer ted pretty much raped you know pretty much date raped that girl that was the the girlfriend of the male hero because she oh, was too no. dr- she was too drunk to give consent. I have not seen that movie since 
the nineties. Mm-hmm. So, but I have these fond memories of them. I, <laughs> yeah, I, like I said, a lot of these movies work better in memory than they do when you actually re- rewatch them. I know it's, it's kind of like we're, we're, we're actually talking more about let's watch things we haven't watched before. <laughs> you know, so yeah, but there's a lot of good stuff out there now that you can watch. I mean, come on, you got Parasite, uh, you got the the Bridgerton series is coming up soon. If nothing else, you, you can watch you know Great British Bake Off for God's sake. Just well, that's true. Yeah, you don't have to go back to old stuff. Speaking of going back to old stuff, did you see that apparently they are which which movie are they rebooting or series? <sighs> Which aren't they? Yeah, I, I mean, know that, but I was looking at that and just thinking, oh, True Blood. They're rebooting True Blood. Really? It is Already? Less, it is, yeah, I, yeah, that was pretty much everyone's reaction. It's like, you know, there's lots of really, really good vampire stories out there that you could adapt for TV. You don't have to go back to a property that you just happen to own and reskin it. We can, we can do something new. Well, there, there's... Um... There's something I just learned recently about a couple of movies that I was like, why did they do that? Um, a lot of times they'll do that specifically to be able to hang on to the rights or the rights revert. And so they have to do something with it. Okay. I can, I can understand I, that. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if it's in this case, but in a, in, in some other cases I'm, I'm like, oh, so that's why they did that. Uh huh. So we have to throw something together just to be able to hang on to the rights, which yeah. frankly sort of sucks because like, if you aren't going to do a good job, just let go of the goddamn rights and let the original you know, uh, owner find a, a new and better home for them. It was, uh, it was one of the James Bond movies, the earlier ones, that, that uh, it was the second one with uh, Roger Moore in it uh-huh. um, was made in a huge rush because they only had so much time to do it before they lose the rights to the, to the uh, script. Uh-huh. So I'm like, I mean, even the James Bond, um, uh, movies were subject to that way back in the seven, seven, in, in the dark ages, dear. The yeah. dark ages. when dinosaurs roamed the earth and we still had to use rotary phones. So, Oh, I miss rotary phones. Why? <laughs> I don't know. I love the <laughs> click, clack, 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 click, clack, 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 clack. It's it's another thing best in memory. Yeah, not in real I, life. I, I think so. <laughs> yeah. Although it is hilarious to watch, you know, Gen Zers or or uh, the, the the Zoomers uh, look at a rotary phone and try to figure out how to watch it, how, how to make it work. You have and those they love U- it. Yeah, those YouTube and TikTok videos. It's like. Well, what do we do? Oh my God, this is so fire. You know, what do we do with it? How do we make this work? <laughs> I'm pressing the buttons, but nothing's happening. It's like, I, don't, I don't even think those rotary things will even work on the new telephone systems now. Because Probably they, not. Cause I think everything's digital now. Yeah. Cause I remember something about, they retired the click, click, click signal processing. Yeah. Or yeah something. The, the analog, it would be, it would have been an analog system. And that's why it, just you know, a little tip for people to know, if you have a landline phone, the reason why you don't have to plug it in or charge it or anything is that it actually runs off of batteries owned by the phone company. Yeah. Who so, has one anymore? I cut mine way long ago. We have to have one because Linden works, d- still does work for various phone companies and sometimes he needs a landline. So we oh, still have ours. That's a, you know, you don't appreciate how good a quality a connection is 
<laughs> of a landline until you don't have one. Uh, I, I remember, you know, what was it? I was on a phone call just recently at the office and it was actual landline, not even VoIP. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, this is a clear line. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's why. I'm like, oh, oh, it's, it's, yeah. Okay. okay. The, yeah. The, there, there are reasons to keep a landline. And I'm sorry, I, I understand why people have cut theirs out. And it makes, you know, physical sense without a doubt, especially since so many people have so many smartphones these days. But especially as you're getting older, it's not a bad thing to have around just in case. Because if you have, you know, an electrical outage, and we've we've now seen places that have lost electricity for days. Yeah. You know, so your smartphone will run out of charge and you will be, and the t- cell tower will run out of battery s- charge and you will be screwed. But chances are you can still get a, th- a call through on the landline. Yeah. Independently powered. Yeah. So. But good so luck there, getting there, one now <laughs> in a lot of places. Good luck. Yeah. Because so, the lines aren't even there anymore. Jerry, you are roboting out. Am I? Oh. Yeah. I am sorry. I am a robot. Oh, wow. You wow, you really were there right there. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. weird. Well, I, I think it's recording fine on this side. Okay. Well, then that's fine. I, I can live with it. Not a problem. So well, As long as you can understand me. I can understand you. I'm, I'm good at that. <laughs> I speak so, robot. I know. So what's what's been going on in your life writing wise? Um, I've been uh, struggling with my current work in progress, and I think I'm starting to fight some writer's block. Oh, okay. And it's it's I'm like having to force myself, and then nothing's happening. It's that kind of a thing. Right, uh, I understand. Yeah. So I'll get through it. I mean, I've been through it a lot. Um, I did buy a, another new computer. Uh, I got because a window. Of course you did because you're yeah. Jerry. Yeah. But I mean, I decided I wanted to get a, uh, a gamer's laptop and so I could play games on an actual computer instead. Cause I'm, I'm just done with the consoles. And then I thought, hey, I will, inst- and it is a true gamer's laptop because, I mean, the keyboard does disco lights and uh, everything. It's, yeah, I've seen those, yeah. Yeah, but man, is it powerful and boy, does it boot up fast, especially for Windows. So I installed the Windows version of Scrivener on it, which I still have a license for, and it won't open my stuff. It's And it's the latest version because I just downloaded and installed it. And it says I can't open this because it was done in a in a newer version of Scrivener. And I thought they were on parity to each other. I did too. I thought everyone was up to Scrivener 3 now. So I'm not sure what's going on there. Well, it has something to do with the Windows version, I guess. I don't know. But, you uh, might Well, you might want to drop a line to Scrivener and let them know. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Yeah, it helps. Yeah, because I want to. I want to use this thing for. I just. I don't know. It's just so cool. I. It's, it's got a disco toy. Lights. It's a toy. It's got lights. Splashy. It's pretty, and of course, you oh, want to write on it. So. Start it up. It snarls at you. Mm-hmm. It goes, <laughs> I'm like, whoa! It's a Velocity computer. <laughs> it has claws. <laughs> <laughs> My God. No, it doesn't. But I don't know. It's uh, 
what is it? Um, Acer. Oh, I don't have it in front of me. I don't remember, but it's, it's not a top of the line one. It's kind of a middle of the line, but powerful enough to do what I needed to do. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know windows machines could boot up that fast. Yeah, that does kind of come as a surprise, so. I know, because, I mean, like, I start it up, and it's like, zoop, and it's done. I'm like, wow. That's nice. Wow. Yeah. Oh. I, I'm actually kind of, are you by any chance playing Cyberpunk? No, but we have it in the house. My uh, my uh, son-in-law is playing it, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, the, the two girls are watching him, uh, and I've seen reviews where they say it's awesome, but it's buggy and they should have probably held it back another six months to get the bugs worked out. But I don't know. I'm, I'm still stuck in no man's sky cause it's space. Right. I understand. Yeah. No, it's, I was just asking cause Lyndon is playing it and he played it for nine hours yesterday and he, oh. he actually woke up about, Oh, four thirty today. Because <laughs> he, he went to bed at five, and he staggered uh-huh. downstairs and said, "Um, I, I, I think I can't play it tonight because I think I have ice strain." <laughs> I said, "Might be that an good, idea, babe. Huh? Yeah, yeah." He I didn't, fun. I didn't realize he was that much of a gamer. Oh well, it depends. He likes um, mm. MMOs? Yeah, MMOs and things like that. But he he's a serious cyberpunk fan, so. He's been waiting for this for years. So when I mean, he literally built a gaming computer just so he could play it. Yeah. So he, he's been enjoying himself. I am totally there. That's probably why I'm having problems writing right now. Because <laughs> <laughs> my brain's somewhere else. Well, you know, the thing is, though, let's be perfectly honest. We've all had a very tough year this year. And one thing that I've, I've been seeing a lot as advice, and I have to agree with this, is Right now, you kind of get need to give yourself a little bit of slack when it comes to creative stuff because we're tired. We're we are freaking burnt out at this moment, man. You know, and yeah. if you can't write right now, it's December. It's the end of the year. Do you have a hard deadline? If you don't have no. a hard deadline, then don't worry about it. Let your brain recharge. Go and play a game. Go bake. Go make something. It's all cool. You know. Well, how how about you? Did are you you're still grinding away? Well, yeah, toward- because I'm an idiot who did a pre order, so I have no choice. But I'll tell you this: once that dot once cross current is done and edited and uploaded, which will be before Christmas because uh, it, the release date is the 29th, I will be taking that week off. And so between Christmas and New Year's, I ain't doing shit. When it comes to writing, I am going to sit there and watch the great Australian bake off. I'm going to work on various knitting projects and various uh, crafting projects. And I'm going to do some cleaning and I'm, I'm not going to look at writing because my brain, especially right now, I am, I'm pulling eight and 9,000 word days to get this. Finished. Oh my God. And my brain is so, I, I can do it. You know, I, I yeah, now know but, that I can do it. That's because you've built the muscle to do it. Yeah. But my, I know that by the time I get this finished, my brain is going to be so tired. I'm going to need a break. So it's like, yep. Once this is uploaded, uh, Nicola's taking some time off and Nicola is going to make a sweater. 
know, and maybe bake some mince. Well, don't, I, I don't take too much time off because you don't want that muscle to atrophy. Well, it's I'm going to be taking the time off between Christmas and New Year's, so I'll be back at it on January second. Yeah, but for one week, you know, I'm I'm going to make mince pies because Lyndon wants mince pies, and I like them too. That and sounds good. Yeah, so it's it's just like. After that, it's going to be self-care time. I am going to take care of myself and let myself relax. So, I mean, if you don't have, if you weren't an idiot like me and you don't have a deadline in front You're of you. You're not an idiot. Eh, well. No. It's, it's smart that what you're doing because, I mean, if, if I did something like that, it would force me to, to finish something. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But the, my problem was we didn't get a chance to talk about this because we didn't record last week. Sorry Earlier, about that. No, 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 that's okay. Earlier last week, my muse, drunken bitch that she is, popped in and basically gave me a whole new concept for the book. Now I was four. I was already four chapters in. Okay. Oh this, wow. Re- this required me to go back and completely tear out most of the four chapters and rewrite them. Now the new concept is a lot better than what I had. It's, 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 worth it. it's much more capery and fun. It's, it's, it's almost like I've been describing it as almost like a, an agents of shield episode. Okay. So, oh, so okay. It's, it's something like that with, with, you know, lots of love and sex involved. Um, but it meant that I lost about 20,000 words there. So I was like, okay. Oh, that's we'll only two this. days worth. Yeah. <sighs> Jerry, Jerry, I love you too much to tell you to fuck yourself. So, um, yeah. Well, you know, if I would go do it. (laughs) No, no, don't, don't go do that. (laughs) But, but yeah, so that happened and I've been frantically, you know, working away, trying to get that re recaptured and build myself back up. And like I said, it's eight, 9,000 K days, which is doable. But the problem is it's doable to the exclusion of pretty much everything else. I still don't have my tree up. I still don't have the front room cleaned so I can put the tree up. I've got to do that tomorrow. Um, I've got uh, cakes, uh, fruit cakes that I've made that I've got to mail out. And it's I've got this stack of stuff that I have to put time aside tomorrow and get that done so that I can basically just go back to sitting on my ass and writing with a clear conscience. So... I'm not going to do this next year. <laughs> this, doing this in January, I'm sorry, in December, not a good idea. Just not a good idea. Well, I, I know uh, the one I'm working on, the segment of the book, uh, I'm almost at the end of the segment. And then I realized, wait a minute. I'm, uh, there's so, I could, there's, there's a, there's a lot more I could have done with this. And so now I'm like, how much do I have to go back in and change things around? And I know I'm going to do it. I think that might be another reason why I'm, I'm like hesitating because I know I'm going to have to rework everything. Yeah, that, but but there, that, that's okay. You just make notes and then you do it in the edit. That's yeah, true. It's uh, it's going to have a lot of editing because I mean, it's not going to change the beginning or the end. But the middle could be about so much more than it is mm-hmm. because they're, they're on this planet. And when, if they take their masks off, the pollens are not, well, I don't know what, if it's going to be pollens or, or spores or some alien combination of both have a psychotropic effect. And, right. and 
they'll it's it gives a, um, it brings on a condition that they call euphoria, and they end up taking their masks off for a reason, knowing it's a risk, and then then it starts happening, and so that puts them in even more danger because they're being pursued by. I think I told you about some of their predators. Yeah. Um, but I'm like, there's so many things I could explore with that. And the ideas started stacking up and I'm like, okay, I, the way I have the story right now is just way too straightforward. Like the, this happens, this happens, they have to survive. And then this happens and then they solve a mystery. And I'm like, this could get really 2001 space odyssey. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> it can get really out there if yeah, I you, wanted you to. You can get metaphysical. Yeah. And so I might do that. I mean, uh, no, actually, no, I will do that. I know, I know me. Jerry, if, it yeah. some, if it has something to do with psychedelics, I'm going. Jerry, that is so, <laughs> that is so your wheelhouse. It's not even funny. Come on. No, isn't it? Yeah. It is. And, and, and the funny thing is, is the, the fact the euphoria happens was an afterthought. I just dropped in there. Just to, to, to amp up the, you know, the, 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 the tension, because the reader is going to know these people are not making good choices at this point, you know? And now I'm like, wait a minute. (laughs) Yeah. I can do more than that. Yeah. I can play with this. So anyway, that's where that stands. I just need to nail the butt to the chair and get the fingers going on, on, on the, and you'll do it. I mean, it, it may not get to, you know, you may really not get back to work on it this month, but th- that's okay. You will do it. You will oh, get I, I think work on it. Uh, my, my work, it's, I've got all this extra time off that I have to take or I lose it, right? Because mm-hmm. I got the the corporate job and, you know, they, they want you to take care of it. But it's the end of the year and there's a lot of work to do. Yeah. Uh, what I really should have done is taken all my vacation up front at the beginning of the year and then work like hell at the end. But no, I was saving it in case I got sick with COVID. And because our our uh, our uh, sick days and vacation days are all bundled together. And I have so much seniority at the company that I've got a, I've practically got a whole month vacation every year. Okay. And so now I got to like take a bunch of it because <laughs> I can't roll over more than five days. And so that's cause you know, and you're supposed to take a vacation to ease stress. Yeah. Well, the vacation's causing stress <laughs> because now I have less time to do more work. Yeah. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I, I understand that completely. And, and I just can't bring myself to just throw those days away. So whatever. <laughs> Well, you know, fine. So you you kind of ease off on the writing, get the work stuff done, and then you can get back to the writing when you're on vacation. Yeah, that's true. I've taken every Friday off. Oh, that's nice. But then, um, what? What? As as you know, as you know, Bob, I'll fall asleep in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> Which is and why we didn't our, have a show last week. Yeah, and miss our podcast. And I'm still sorry about that because that that's, was very okay. unprofessional of me. And, uh, oh, Jerry, come on. <laughs> okay. I know it's this, not much of a professional podcast, but still it's, rust- it was, it, let's, let's, it's rustic. Let's just call it rustic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We have a rustic writer's table. Yeah, we do. So 
that's that's about it for me. Just uh, battling. I'd, I'd like to know if my if if our listeners almost called them readers. Well, I hope um, that they're readers too. That well, yeah, yeah. Especially you should be reading Melanie's stuff. Um, Would you I, like no, me to I talk? Lost, I, I lost my train of thought. I was going to say something about right. Uh, it's gone. <laughs> it's just it's gone. <laughs> that that's that's okay. That's okay. Go that ahead happens. And talk. Okay. Actually, I'm I'm going to go into a little bit more of a deeper dive about what I came up with for Cross Current because that is okay. The, well, that's the fourth book in my Olympic Cove series. Okay. And Olympic, it's basically a fantasy romance around uh, Greek gods, selkies, mermen, all kinds of you know creatures, and most of the relationships in the books are. Menage. So it's like triad, triad this, triad that. Well, book four, I actually have five people, and this is a polycule. And because I like to make things difficult for myself, the hero actually has a relationship with two people in this polycule who they themselves have relationships with two other people. And so it's it's kind of the well, how do I introduce a human to this so that he can wrap his mind around it and then kind of bring it's basically a story of found family because he really does fall in love with these two people who love him and also love these two other people who become very good friends with him. And it's, they really wind up building this kind of five-sided family, which then has to go off and fight the, the big bad villain. And so I've been doing a lot of research into your know, polyamory and polycules and how to make relationships like that work. And a lot of talking, a lot of talking goes into it. And, and I know that anyone who's involved in this or who has ever been in a polyamorous relationship out there is sitting there nodding like, oh, yeah, yeah, because because you really have to kind of get a lot of things straight if you'll excuse the phrase, up front <laughs> before you start doing this. Because if you don't, you basically wind up into a lot of problems with jealousy and uh, possessiveness and things like that. So it's been interesting because in, in addition to writing this thrilling little caper story with, you know, it, it does have a romantic center. The, the whole point about all of this is Matt falling in love with these two people. But I also have to, so not, not only am I researching caper stuff, I also have to research, you know, polyamory and I'm writing, you know, eight to 9,000 words a day. So I'm not sleeping much, <laughs> it's, but, but it's fine. That's, that's okay. It's going to be a good book. I think people are really going to enjoy it. One of my beta readers who loves the series has been poking me every day. Like, is it done yet? Is it done yet? Is it done? <laughs> Peter, I will hop on a plane and fly to Atlanta and bitch slap you if you do not stop. Is it done yet? So, but uh, yeah, that, that's been, it's been educational. And, and it's funny because back when this was still, the series was still with Evernight Publishing, I was talking to my editor and she said, are you sure you want to do this? And I said, yeah, the, the way that it's playing out in my head, it's going to work. But of course that was back before we had, reverse harem books and for those of you who are not familiar with the term that is a romance subgenre where one woman has a basically a relationship with a whole bunch of men who are all kind of it's like a harem only reverse where they're all surrounding her and whether or not they have relationships with each other it doesn't always happen sometimes it's just a group of guys who are a group of friends and they they all share a wife 
But that's become extraordinarily popular in the last year or so. And hmm. so I, yeah, I'm looking at that going, well, you know what? If those can hit and those are popular and I can do this, I can definitely do this. It's it's not the same relationship. It's not the same organization. Mine's more of a, a W shape. But you know what? That's cool. Uh, there's obviously an, an audience out there and uh, hopefully they're going to enjoy the book. So that's really interesting. I mean, I know, I know it is easy, easily possible to be in love with more than one person. At the same time. <clears throat> oh, sure it is. It is. And, it's and, just that we're programmed by you know, basically Western culture to think that, oh, well, you only have one soulmate. You should only be in love with one person at one time. And I'm sorry. No, that's, that's not how the human heart works. It really isn't. Oh, I, I'm biologically, I'm, I'm wondering if it's even natural, you know, mm. Cause, I mean, if we look at Simeon, I almost said cultures, Simeon, um, cultures, I guess. Yeah. You know, Simeon Do, behavior. Uh, Simeon behavior. Simi yeah. Are, are they, are they polyamorous or are they? I think it depends on the species. I I don't I don't know if chimp, chimps are. I know that bonobos are. Um, I think that's how you call it bonobo, bonobo, whatever. Um, they are very very much polyamorous. They have big happy families. They basically have sex with whoever they want, and that it seems to be a really functional relationship for them. So, so I mean, it definitely. It, you know, uh, monogamy is not the only way to go in the primate world. Well, I'm wondering, do you think monogamy happened mainly because the male society, especially through the church, wanted to maintain mastery over? Oh, well, it's, I don't even think it's the church. Uh, I, we'd have to go back to Phoenician times. I, basically, it was... Men wanting to control who inherited their wealth. Now, oh. you, you can look at matriarchal societies where basically a man's heir would be his sister's eldest child. Because uh -huh. you uh, you always knew who had mothered that child because she it came out of her body. You weren't necessarily sure who was the father. Yeah. But apparently that did not sit well with, you know, Greeks and Romans and they kind of started pushing us more towards the oh well we should be monogamous and it, it, we should be patriarchal and, and men really should be in charge of this. And, and this is an extraordinary simplification of this. I mean, we could have a series of podcasts on this topic alone. But it it kind of dates back to that. And there have been other societies, especially Celtic societies, that have been matriarchal, that have um, not really worried about who is the father of a child, because the child would be raised by the, the mother. Family. Yeah, and yeah. The, fa the family. That yeah. was the more important way of doing it. So this whole concept of the nuclear family, like one mom, one dad, and a couple of kids, that's a very new and I don't necessarily think a very healthy uh, relationship. Just judging by the amount of divorces, I would say that's probably not natural. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's, uh... but it, these days, yes, it's it's pro, uh, it's basically promoted by the church or churches. Churches. Uh, and it's promoted by you know government. Uh, yeah, you know, and conservative forces. I'm not. I'm not going to name 
whatever. Yeah. But um, because it's basically it concentrates power in men's hands. So and then and then you have communes like that long running one in Ohio. No, Indiana, Indiana called the farm. I think it's called. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've, I've heard of that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, the kids are all whoever's and everybody raises them. Yeah. And it's been going for 50 something years successfully. Uh, although I can't tell you how happy they are, but I would assume they are. If it's been uh, going that long, there's there's nothing societally like to, that's keeping them in place. So I would have I w- to think that something's working. I would love to visit when, when the, of course, the pandemic's over with and just stay with them for a while just to get my head around it so that I could use that as one of the stories. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, that that would be a great basis for like a colony ship or a generation ship where they decide not to go with a monogamal uh, yeah. pattern and they decide to go with something a little bit a little bit looser in order to make it easier to basically promote the species and raise kids in space i mean it's like we're we're dealing with enough dangers as it is we don't really have time to police monogamy as well so let's just throw it out you know whoever has the kids everyone raises them well, also, I mean, once you get to the planet, okay, and in my case, in my stories, the the first generation are all created and raised by robots. Mm-hmm. And then, and I won't go totally into that, but I mean, so there you don't, you don't even have a basis for the monogamy. Yeah. You know, everybody is like, mom and dad is a. Well, that was is, touched on and raised by Robbie wolves, the, so Yeah. Oh, I still have to see that. That sounds so good. Oh, yeah. You need to. It's good. It's very, very good. It really makes you think. That, that is on my watch list. And so is a hundred and at last count, 153 movies I've bought and never watched. <laughs> <laughs> All sitting in my iTunes account going, why did you buy me? <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, I, I, no, I because of that. Black Friday sales. That's why. Like the last ones was like all three of the well, I've seen these movies, but I bought them again because I want to watch them. All three Austin Power movies were like fourteen bucks. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's an easy yes. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> passing up. Yeah, I actually have been buying stuff digitally that I actually already have on DVD simply because it's easier. Because right now, um, our DVD player kind of went tits up. And yeah. we've got others, but I would have to talk to the tech expert in the house to get that set up. And a lot of times I'm, I watch movies on my computer all the time. So it's just easier to have a digital copy. Yeah. And there's you know, I want to there's watch a movie. no DVD player on a computer anymore. Well, there is one on mine, but I, I also have well, you know, ancient well, equipment. So, well, yeah, I've got, I've got the old Apple DVD disc mounted to my desktop one, but that's it. That's all I got. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I have to watch it on a, on an Xbox or a PlayStation and I'm selling those. I'm also selling two computers. That's another thing I'm doing today. Selling a Mac, a, a rose gold MacBook 12. Mm-hmm. God, it's a beautiful little machine. It's like the thinnest, lightest thing you've ever seen. And I'm selling my old MacBook Pro uh, from 2015, the last one that actually had actual 
you know, jacks on it uh-huh. or in, in an SD card reader before they just went, nah, you don't need those things. That's what I'm still using as my laptop. So yeah, I yeah. understand. I'm kind of wondering if I should be doing that or not. But for my, my new little MacBook, I was able for like $39 by this thing that just plugs into both the USB threes at the same time. And that gives you a whole, it's basically a dock. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. And it's so it plugs into that and then you plug your power into that. And then you've got all the readers and in regular USBs and, uh, um, a video output, um, Yes, uh, oh, I forgot what it's called. I know you're the regular about new video yeah. cable thing. So, yeah. And then I bought another computer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not even going to question it anymore. But but that one, that one's not for work. That's for play only. The, the new little one is supposedly for work. And I'm like, I had to have it because it was new. But really, where am I going anymore? That's <laughs> like, uh, if I'm working, I got a desktop computer. I'm not going to the, well, hopefully by next summer, we'll be going back to the bar or the coffee shop or something. I got, I hope so. I hope God, so. God, me too. Cause that's where I loved the right. I got to get out of the house. Yeah. I, I miss that. So I have dreams. I literally dream about going out and writing somewhere or having a, having a meal out or things like that. But yeah. Yeah, they're starting to distribute the vaccine. And yeah, so hopefully by spring, things will start getting a little bit safer and we'll have the, the opportunity to go out. So we just have to yeah. hang in there. So Yeah. We got to ride the spike out and then things will get better. Yeah. And uh, it looks like they will. So just hope to survive to see it, yep. <laughs> you know, <laughs> well, buddy boy, it's, we're going on 37 minutes. Yeah. So why don't you plug your book Okay, and then we'll say goodbye to everyone. Okay. Well, if you like a uh, menage romance with a heavy fantasy twist, I have my new, my newest book cross current up for pre-order on Amazon. And you can also get King of Blades, which is book four in my two thrones series which i describe as game of thrones with less uh less gore more consensual and sex about the same amount of wine drinking i also have a christmas novella out there right now and you can get all of these books at nicolacameron.com all right and you can go to jerryjdavis.com and see all my books and fun stuff and uh get a hold of me and tell me about your experiences with writer's block and um, insult me or praise me, uh, whatever you want to do. <laughs> uh, thank you for joining us here at the writer's tavern. Uh, you could find our website hosted by anchor.fm at writers tavern.show. Um, you could also use this website to record messages that will be sent back to us and even perhaps be featured on the show. You can also join our Facebook page. Just search for at writers tavern. So thank you. And, uh, Be safe out there. And have a wonderful, wonderful week. We'll talk to you next time. Hey, fellow writers. Jerry here again. One, thank you for listening all the way to the end. Or at least pretending you did. Those of you who skipped ahead, we know who you are. Actually, no, we don't. 
it's all good. Anyway, as promised, here's the discount code. Tavern. Yep, that's it. Tavern. You probably could have guessed that. <laughs> when you go and buy Scrivener for either Windows or Mac OS, just use that discount code and they knock 20% off the price. The offer is good until January 31st, 2021. So there you have it. Stay safe, friends, and keep writing.